Welcome to Crazy Careers to Consider, the podcast about all those unusual careers that are out there. I'm Zen, and with me in our stu- virtual studio is my co-host, Tim. Hello. I'm coming here from the virtual studios. Uh, today, we have another interesting career if you consider yourself a performer, but don't or happen to not like being on the screen. Something like a radio DJ? Nope. Uh, mime. Nope. <laughs> okay, what what are we gonna do? <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um a, a voiceover artist, which I'm really excited to talk about, which is just a really cool sounds like a really cool job. Uh a voiceover artist is someone who basically lends their voice to cartoons, TV shows, they narrate documentaries, which is really cool if you've seen those Ken Burns documentaries. Oh yeah. Uh, they, they do voiceovers in television and radio commercials. And there's also a huge need for voiceover artists in video games too. And yeah. I just, be, before we get into that, have you have you noticed like there's there's like famous actors appearing in video games now? Yeah, <clears throat> like not um, even their voices, but their likeness. It's, it's really crazy. Yeah, I've been seeing some of that. I mean, it's it's just like I mean, <sighs> Shrek. I mean, that looks just like Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. No, I mean, um, used to be voiceover artists years ago was a profession <clears throat> separate from acting. And mm-hmm. um, as t- time has gone by, apparently, I, for- I think it was like 15, maybe 20 years ago, um, maybe even a little bit longer than that, when they mm-hmm. started to every once in a while get uh, voice talents that were professional actors. Um, actually, this is more than 20 years ago. I'm thinking like Aladdin. When Aladdin came out, it's just like, mm-hmm. that's Robin Williams. No one else in the whole... F- oh, no. I mean, um, in Aladdin, there was Robin Williams and the guy who played Iago. That comedian... Guilford Godfrey. Oh, Guilford Godfrey, yes. Yes. And and it was kind of shocking. It's like, huh, why would they do something <laughs> as almost like as low as um doing animation but right. as time has gone by um you see more and more of these actors come out and do these types of things well you know it's there's another one too is they um um that movie called it's the it's like spirited away there's there's um famous actors who do voiceovers there and that's japanese um oh yeah movie. Um, and, all the Ayo Mizuki films. Yes, a uh, studio Ghibli, 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 Ghibli. Yeah, yeah, Ghibli, Ghibli. They they all have um, pretty pretty famous actors do voiceovers for the for the English dubbed versions, um, which is pretty pretty crazy. Um, I remember watching Princess Mononoke. That's one of those mm-hmm. one of those films, and I mean, it was as star studded as a cast as you can get. <laughs> it's like for, Kristen Dunst or something. It was like Claire Zines and oh yeah, um, Billy Bob Thornton, and uh, there was a few others. It was a Mini Driver, it, it, like all these people, like random famous actors were were doing, were basically playing the parts of that film. Christian Bale was in Spirited Away. <clears throat> was he really? Um, yeah, he was the Prince guy. Oh, that's funny. I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, it was it. It is funny because I list. I mean, when I actually watched it, I didn't recognize his voice. It's like, oh, this guy's a great actor. I wonder who it is, and it didn't sound like Christian Bale at the time. But it was the guy who saves her and helps her out um, to find her parents. That's that's pretty cool. So, and then also in video games, I've been seeing a lot of this as well. Is that um, like right now one of the games I play is Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a the they have the um one of the characters is the guy who played um oh the guy oh my gosh um now I Allison I lost his name but um he was the actor in um Firefly Serenity and then also he had the TV show um where he was uh he was a crime novelist helping solve uh uh solve murders hmm. um and then I think he's like in a cop show now Nathan Fillion Nathan oh, Fillion yeah. No Nathan Fillion. Yeah. And then um Lance Reddick, Redrick, um, who is uh like if you watch if you've seen any of the films with um Keanu Reeves shooting everyone in John Wick, yep. he's the guy who's at the um at the desk um of the hotel. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's in it, and actually it's funny because they released a new segment of the game, so they released the seasons, and apparently he had to record all of his parts in his bedroom closet. Oh my god! Because he, you know, everyone's in, under um, stay at home, so right. he got all the recording equipment, went to his closet because it doesn't have much echo, mm-hmm. and just record there. That's that's pretty crazy. I wonder if this is you know since we're talking about a job, and I don't know the answer. I wonder if this is one of those fields or or, or areas of employment that might see a little bit more of a boom just because of everyone having to be quarantined or a little bit safer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, cause what you're talking about, like you could really record, you know, if you're a voice actor, you could record everything from home. If you were able to install somewhat of a soundproof studio with proper recording equipment, you know, just like we have right you know, for this, you know, in our, in our professional recording studios, right. At our respective houses. Right. <laughs> not in the bath, fifteen-inch laptop in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with stapling, well, stapling mattresses or, or egg crates to the uh, the walls. Right. Well, despite the fact that so many famous actors who are getting into this area, um, and and the reasons why I understand famous actors get into the area is because. Um, when you act, you are away from home for months upon months. And the thing is that lots of things are being filmed in Canada, Vancouver, Europe, and such. And you don't get to see your home and you don't get to see your family. So lots of these actors will take these kind of voice gigs because they can just go down to any local studio or even have a studio within their home mm-hmm. and record and see their family every single night. It becomes on 9 to 5 as opposed right. to 24-7 when you're working in another country. But if you want to get into the field, there's still plenty of spaces for people to be in many, um, to be voice actors in movies, animation, um, TV, and uh, and television. Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, you know, it's um, one thing that's interesting. I don't know, we're kind of just like, we're just kind of just riffing off all this right now. Um, I, have a, I have a friend who's an actor. Um, and he does this on the side kind of, mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is kind of, I'm jumping ahead of the whole, how do you become a voice actor thing? We'll talk about that. Okay. I can, but it was interesting to me because I, I remember going out to dinner with him and he was talking about, he had a, he got a job through his agent. Right. And it was, mm-hmm. it was basically a full week and he just, and he had to record, um, this is really funny. This is interesting, actually. It wasn't for like a part in something that required a voiceover. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of random, and I, I, I it was making me laugh when I was thinking about because it, it was a bunch of random noises and sounds and exclamations for mm-hmm. for a movie. 
<laughs> but it was like background noise. So no kidding. Yes, yeah, background like crowd kind of things. Yes, it was crowd, but it was it, so like it, it was it was they were recording almost like a bunch of B roll sound. Uh-huh. B roll. Uh-huh. I don't know what you call that. Um, yeah. But then he was also making a bunch of noises, which is so funny because he had to make noises like um like he was working out or like sprinting down the street. And I would oh. imagine him in this recording studio, breathing heavy, <laughs> trying to make it sound like. <laughs> no. But what what kind of movie is this? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they I guess they record background noises. Yeah, um, for movies, if they can't get their hands on actual, um, if they can't actually make it happen film wise, but they'll film like background noises um, or background chatter, and it, it just. To me, it was really interesting. I'm like, you did this for a week? And he said, basically, he went in every day for a few hours. Um, and he's done voiceover work before, too, for actual, like, his voice has been in actual parts of, like, like cartoons and whatnot, right? Right. And he actually said, because he's an actor, he said acting is really, it's kind of tiring, the whole job mm-hmm. is. And he said it's, it's he actually likes when his agent comes up to him and, and offers him voiceover roles. <laughs> He said that's it's like a nice. It's like a nice break and an easy way to make money. That's what he said. That's nice. Well, because that's you don't have to worry about the expressions. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to yeah. worry about positioning expressions. There's no director telling you where to stand and how to how to posture. Um, right. Really, them just directing your your voice control. Right, and you could do a lot of takes probably really quickly too. You don't have to reset up or line it up with the previous mm-hmm. video and such. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, he's like, he's like, look, he's like, it's the best thing ever too. You don't have to, you don't even have to dress up. It's kind of like us right now in quarantine, you know, it, it, it's, you don't have to dress up because you, you can just roll in there with your sweatpants on. <laughs> do the job. And, no, no, no makeup or costume required. Yeah. But it's also like, I mean, can you imagine if you were, if you have made a career out of doing voiceovers and say you made a healthy career out of it, you're on, you're, you know, your voice is lent a lot of, big production cartoons or video games. I, you, it's a very anonymous, if you're into that, like you don't want to be in the spotlight, it's a very anonymous career. Well, I'll give you one more area that we didn't mention earlier was um, there's a lot of people who do voiceover for automated systems. So when you mm-hmm. call into at t it's like, welcome to at t How may I direct your call? Yeah. Press one for this or this. Um, you know, that's kind of a lower level and those are voiceover actors too. But at the same time, there's higher level ones where, um, there's a woman named Susan Bennett and you may recognize her as the voice of, uh, Siri. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And that's she crazy. was actually, you imagine, yeah. You she, never hear the voice of Siri and everywhere you go. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere you go. And, what and the thing is, I think about how I, you know, they say that you, it's, it's awful to listen to your voice recorded. <laughs> so imagine if you have the voice behind Siri. It's like you times a million all the time. I actually heard an interview with um her son. And he said her voice was everywhere. And he would call the bank and then the bank would he also his mom was like, Welcome to um Bank of America. And it's like, Mom? <laughs> and it was actually the recording of his mom's voice <laughs> so like he he would call things randomly and think it was like it was his mom and it was his mom but it was mom working for uh, companies like at t or you know bank of america or what have you and 
Alice was actually apparently she was a backup singer for Roy Orbison and Burke Bacharach. Jeez. So and then I think later on, um, Siri, there was another voice ar- artist who did Siri later on. But um, she is the original one from like, you know, like 10 years ago or 15 years ago when mm-hmm. it started up. So um, should we talk a little bit about how to get into the field? Yeah, there's real quick before we do that. There's also another one. There's another um, unless you mention this and I'm just I'm having a moment. There's there's another career that's related to this. Okay, um, and that's audiobooks. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, and that's that's another one where I mean, like, if you read a good audiobook, um, it's it's narr- some some famous people are narrating audiobooks too. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're famous, it, it works out for you. But um, but that's another one too because then that that's I mean that's that's all, and that must be tough. I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Audiobook, but that's another field. But yeah, we can we can. And so basically, what I guess what we're trying to say is there's a lot of different uh, areas of, of being a voiceover artist. So okay. yeah, why don't, we, why don't we now that I've interrupted you like three times? Why don't we Why don't we talk about how you get into this field? Okay, I'm going to go with a um, a more generic. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. doing things like heck, having lots of samples of your work is good. Um, like for example, if you and I, Tim, wanted to go do the uh, become voiceover actors, um, this podcast would be a great thing to turn in for a resume. Yep. But talking about so, how, where do you turn in your resume, or how do you get into the area, um, into the field? I will tell you one specific area that I know know people have been very successful is there's a lots of animation conventions, um, and there's lots of comic book conventions. Um, some of the larger ones will actually be seeking voice talent. Um, they do, they foster it, and then they also hire. The way they foster voice acting is they um, actually will have a lot of seminars at Comic-Con or okay. comic, any comic show. And then you can go and talk to, hear people who are voice actors talk about the field and how to become a voice actor. Hmm. So there's, you know, so within these conventions, mm-hmm. it's not just about comic books. It's about this type of industry. But once you get into the field, you decide to, you know, learn and you figure out the trade, you read a bunch of recordings. They also have open uh, casting calls for new voice actors. And so um, specifically Anime Expo, um, there's one here in Anaheim, Mm -hmm. um, Anaheim, uh, California, um, right next to Disneyland. It's a walking distance, about 100 yards to their parking lot. you go there and they will actually have uh, voice casting calls where you go in in front of producers and you say lines. And if they are impressed by you, um, they'll go, Hey, you know, we like you to come back and you, um, we, we went to come back and that you try out. And then um, I know at least three or four people in, uh, who went to the Anaheim, um, personally that I've seen because mm-hmm. um, I've seen some of these things they got picked up and you know all of a sudden within like a year you hear the voices on Japanese um, animation that's crazy that's been dubbed in English so that's a fairly um, one of the ways to get into the area into the field that's pretty cool I mean it's it's nice that there's open calls because I think some of it's too um, some some like I was talking about my friend who's an actor I think a lot of people um uh, get into it as actors and mm-hmm. they have an agent and it makes it easier 
from that side of things, if you have an agent who's like actively finding things for you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, that's, that's really cool that you can actually do that. So you can actually go and have an open tryout. And I'm sure I don't know this right now, but I'm, I'm sure there's other open tryouts uh, everywhere. You just have to find them. I'm sure if you just researched open tryouts for, for voice acting, you might be able to find something too. Right. And so. then they have um, schools, I guess. Schools for voice acting. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They have um, voice acting, um, like they have uh, training schools, mm-hmm. and then also talent agencies. And then like your friend, um, I guess, if even if you're just a voiceover actor, you can get an agent. Oh, that's cool. So. Wow. It's so. It, yeah. Oh, go ahead. It's crazy. It's a crazy world. <laughs> yeah. So. Actually, I think those are actually the ways that I've I've researched um, between your friend being an act um, going the acting route mm-hmm. and then um, then getting the voiceover calls and then between and this the animation and um, taking classes and finding an agent is kind of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, I I think I want to go try out now. Yeah, me too. Because, you know, you and I, Zen, we have a face for radio. So <laughs> that's why we do this. And a voice for silent movies. Yeah. <laughs> and that's And that's why we do this. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's all the time we have for this podcast. And if you enjoyed our show, we'd love it if you give us five stars on iTunes, Google Play, or to increase our rankings so others can find us, too. And before we leave, we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education, which offers only the best continuing professional education. And in these particular times, it's they're particularly wonderful because you can take their courses online so you can do it from the comfort of your home while we're waiting for the um the United States is slowly open back up, which we're looking forward to. So if you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, once again, you find them at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And if you're looking for classes, I'm certain you will not be disappointed. And that's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.